So, uh, so we are here with uh, fraud affirmer uh, Captain Seth Keschel uh, tonight, and uh, he's jumping in on the watch party. And uh, so, uh, how are you, sir? I am fantastic, Matt and Joyce. Great to see you guys as always. Nice to see you. <laughs> Good to see you too. So, uh, we've got a big night, uh, big night, big day tomorrow. Uh, so, uh, what, what is it that you feel like people need to know going into tomorrow? There's going to be unprecedented attention paid to this midterm, and that really is going to make 2018 pale in comparison to what we're going to see tomorrow night. Because of 2020 and all the issues with the trust in our elections, it's going to be really highly scrutinized. Unfortunately, the confidence in our system of elections is so shot that we can't even trust the results of a school board race. You know, 10 votes, 20 votes might separate one of those. We saw millions of votes moved around in 2020. Right. So, of course, in a midterm, you should expect the president's party to be absolutely demolished. But the media is already propping up polls in the most competitive states to perhaps try to get away with the same nonsense we saw two years ago. Yeah. So you go around to all these counties and expose the fraud in, in counties that think that they don't have any fraud. How do you do that? How do you all of a sudden go into their county and you're like, boom, look at this? Every county has its own unique trend and certain characteristics in which way the votes land. There's a finite number of votes that are allotted in each county based on statistical norms over sometimes decades. Or in the case of some places, you can go back all the way back to the pre-FDR days and discern a notable trend. A lot of the counties up in Minnesota, Wisconsin, that are now competitive in the Trump era have been Democrat strongholds for 100 years. The working class trends take take effect. You can look through various counties in the East Coast and see different behavior in the opposite direction. Population data plays a role. Record vote gains gained by one candidate. It's all an estimate based on and it might have to be lenient because of the nature of what I'm doing. It's open source research using the government's information against them, showing the excess votes. And they're always very easy to show because I always err on the side of caution. Yeah. So so uh, in selection code, uh, one of the things that we show and demonstrate is that, you know, there's even fraud happening in red counties. Right. So what would you have to say, say to people who are like, oh, well, yeah, but we're good. I mean, we're at 65, 70 percent red county. Uh, why is it important for people in those counties to be paying attention to this? It's not just in red counties. It's all over red counties. Mm. Really, it's the driving force for why Trump lost Michigan and Pennsylvania is because of the quantity of fraud in Republican one counties. What a perfect idea. You're going to think Philadelphia and Detroit are the only reasons those states were lost. Not the case. You can go through 66 other counties in Pennsylvania, aside from Philadelphia County, and find marks of interference in that election to 10, 20,000 votes a pop for large Republican counties. Wow. I believe President Trump won Pennsylvania and Michigan by a half a million votes apiece, not tight margins like we had in 2016. Philadelphia County, relative to other years, is not nearly as bad as you would expect. Now, Wayne County in Michigan is absolutely horrendous. This is a place with a declining population, the working class now moving to support Republicans, the black vote weaker for Democrats than it's been in 20 years. And of course, they have an Obama level performance there. But the Republican strongholds have such a strong Trump performance that it's easy to hide votes in the losing column 10,000, 
15,000 apiece to make those losses less severe and put the Democrat counties in position to jump over the top at the end. Without the padded vote totals in Republican counties, there's not enough paper in Philly or Detroit, Milwaukee, Madison to be able to flip the election. Yep, there you have it. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, so you you have a ton of Substacks and a bunch of free content that you've created for people to get information out there. Where can they find that? And then how do they support you? Because you're out there working for Americans. I mean, you you've been in the military, you've already served your country, and now you're serving it in a different way. So how how do they find all your information? I feel like I'm more of an army officer today than I was when I was actually an army officer, having to deal with so many people and so many different inputs and outputs. I like to use two social media platforms primarily. That would be Truth Social and Telegram, at Real S. Keschel, K-E-S-H-E-L, and Substack as well. Substack's a really important platform for to be able to disseminate the doctrine of what I've been looking at for the last few years and also educate people on some very basic things that the media wants you to forget. Sketchel.substack.com. Yeah. So awesome. for, for those that don't know what a Substack is and all that kind of stuff, what, what are they going to be looking for? What are they looking at, you know, and, and why is that important for them to, to have access to that? Substack is a newsletter. It allows me to go way more in depth than I can go on True Social or Telegram. Right. That's really for your reader who wants to understand more, wants to do more and be beyond just the surface level of what you see with these social media personalities. Yeah. And I have free content posted every week and I also have paid content as well to support myself. Awesome. 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 Well, we subscribe to your sub tech and, uh, and, and we love you. We support you yeah. and we love following you on truth because you're hilarious. So <laughs> <laughs> Definitely yeah, I like to fight people. fire with fire a little bit. Did you see I was going to find out how to spend that $4.50 on a t-shirt the other day? Yeah. <laughs> I, I did not check that out, but we will find out. All right, buddy. Well, we're going to have to let you go. Well, thank you guys for everything you're doing to make everybody realize this through your gifts. Thank you so much. Thanks, Seth. Appreciate you. Pleasure. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. God bless. Oh, hi. <laughs> Hey. Welcome back. We're here to tell you about parasites today. <laughs> and I'm not talking about Nancy Pelosi. No, I don't think the public is going to be done with it. Dr. Jason Dean has told us about these nasty little suckers. He actually showed us pictures. Oh, God. Uh. Kind of reminded us of the movie Alien. <laughs> these photos are not to be mistaken for politicians. Even though they're kind of slimy and sucking the life out of you. But you can drain your own personal swamp with Dr. Jason Dean's Parasite Protocol. Go to healthwithspiro.com and check out all of Dr. Jason Dean's products. He even has an autism protocol and a parasite protocol for kids. It's important right now, more than ever before, to change sick care into health care. Dr. Jason Dean is amazing, him and his wife, and they really care about your health. Not only does he have these really great products, but he also has an amazing support system, provides trainings, and a really awesome Telegram channel. Where you can talk crap with your friends. So go to healthwithspiro.com to check out Dr. Jason Dean's Parasite Protocols and drain your personal swamp today. Ew. Two parasites walk into a bar. One of them says, what bank do you work for?
So with all of this, Matthew and Joy, we've got problems globally. Right. We've got this debt crisis. It's imploding. We've got stock market that's absolutely imploding. That's all red, right? It's like, it's just, if you looked at it in down arrows, you know, green going up, red going down, like the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the S&P 500 last Thursday, it was like 90% red. Wow. And so I'm looking at some of these charts. Mm. I'm thinking poor, poor Americans are thinking I had a diversified portfolio. Right. Right. And, and so this is this is a key that I want everybody to hear. Diversification does not mean safety. Right. You could have had one share in each of the 500 S&P 500 stocks. You could have had one share in each of the 30 Dow Jones Industrial Average. And if 80 percent of them go down at the same time, what good did your diversification yeah. do? Right. Well, it and- didn't do you good at all. And so some of the questions that I was asked this last weekend, you know, because people have been watching, they've been seeing what we're talking about. Um, there was somebody who said, I heard that you can only take 10% of your IRA and, and put it into gold and silver or um, maybe maximum of 20%. So are some of the IRAs able to roll over or all of them able to roll over? How do people do that? Any, any IRA can roll over. So you can do the whole thing. You can do 100% of it. If it's okay. an IRA... So if it's a traditional IRA, it goes to a traditional IRA. If it's a Roth, it goes to a Roth, right? Okay. But you can, in a rollover, you can do 100%. Yeah. Just like if we're going from Fidelity Investments over to Schwab, you roll over 100% of it. Yep. It, it just rolls over, right? So, so behind that question, it might be the type of investment that they have. Okay. Maybe they have annuity in there, yeah. inside there. And, and you, you can only do a 10% withdrawal per year out of the annuity without penalty. Okay. Here's the thing. If that were the case, you know, everybody's different. You can't make a blanket statement generally, but yeah. but overall, you have to look at what are you going into, yeah. right? So it's it's what are you getting out of and what are you going into? Well, if silver over the last 6 weeks has gone up almost 20% and you had a 10% penalty for withdrawing from your annuity yeah. earlier, well, so so get rid of it. Yeah. Who cares right. if the penalty you just made it up plus double in the last six weeks. So this is where a lot of times people don't do the right thing because they see they have a surrender charge or a penalty yeah, or they have to pay a capital gains tax. It's like a, a capital gains taxes actually means good. I don't, don't get me wrong. I hate paying taxes. I, I don't like them. Right. But we all have to do it. Yeah. But the fact that you have a capital gains tax means you've done well yeah. and you had growth. This Which is, is why problem. you have to pay. Yeah. yeah. So our goal as wise and prudent investors is to do what? Buy low and sell high. Yeah. So of course, when you sell high, you you've done what an investor is supposed to do. Of course, you're going to have to pay a tax. The goal is not to let it come down to minimize the tax. The yeah. goal is to lock in to maximize your profit. Right? right. So, so don't ever let a penalty or a surrender charge or a tax cause you to not act because you don't want to pay it. I would just, it, but if you were going into cash, <laughs> it gets you zero. It's like, yeah. oh man, my power is 10%. I'm going into cash, it gets zero. It would take you forever and a day right. to recover from that. Right. But if something that you're going into is growing faster than what the tax rate was, it's like, okay, this makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. So to buy low, sell high, keep doing that and locking in profits, that's how you grow your portfolio over time.
Yeah. And so right now, other nations are watching what's happening with the U.S. dollar. And BRICS just added an extra S recently. Why are they adding yeah. that? Why are they deciding to you know join forces and everything? And what are they doing uh, uh, with the U.S. dollar? And how are they backing their countries? Well, the BRICSs are, Brixes. you know, when they add Saudi Arabia, for yeah. example. So, so Saudi Arabia did what with China? They said, hey, China. Um, you're going to be our biggest buying partner, right? It's no longer the U.S. dollar. You're going to be our biggest buying partner, and you don't have to pay for it in petrodollars. You don't have to pay for the oil from us mm -hmm. in, in U.S. dollars. In fact, we don't want them, right? So, wow. so prior to that, you know, the in, in the 1970s, the petrodollar meant that every single country around the globe, whether it was China buying something from Brazil or India buying something from Iran or whatever, Right. It's meant that if it were oil based, they're yeah. buying oil or oil, it was done in U.S. dollars. That's a petrodollar. Yeah. Well, that gave us built in demand for our currency. So what what's happening now with the BRICS nations, it's, it's kind of um, scary in a sense. I'm, yeah. I don't operate out of here, but you look at what they're doing. Largest manufacturer in the world, huge military with nuclear capability. And now they're they're vying for the world's economic superpower yeah. right, with these brick consortiums of nations. They got out of the Western financial system by getting out of the um, SWIFT program. Mm -hmm. They're they basically have gold backing on their currency. They're dumping U.S. treasuries, dumping Japanese treasuries, dumping European treasuries in economic warfare like right. 101. I mean, so when you look at all that, it's like, oh, my word, they're making a play to be the world's strongest economy, uh, you know, collectively with the BRICS nations. And I hate to say it, but they're doing a really good job at it. Yeah. Mm. Right. The West I, is I, losing. I'm watching this. And like you said, we don't do anything out of fear. And, you know, it's always how you handle bad situations. It really is how you walk through it, how you get to the other side of everything. And so investing in gold and silver will, will be the best investment getting through this next phase and will help protect our friends and our family. Is that correct? A hundred percent. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I believe. And, and it's a function of math, right? When well, I was just looking actually this morning, as, as you know, as I was doing some other shows and I was looking, doing some research. And you know what? There's there's paper silver and there's physical silver. Mm -hmm. Paper silver is a contract. That's what's manipulated. Right now, as we do this show, there's over 400 basically ounces of yeah. paper silver for every one ounce of physical silver. Oh, wow. That means in the future, if they were to ever to try to deliver in more than what one out of every 400 ounces wanted delivery. It's not there. Yeah. See, they've too many short contracts. This is right for a short squeeze. When you've got that kind of leverage, it will cause silver to go through the roof. When people, all they do is say, I want physical delivery of these paper contracts. Yeah. It's 400 yeah. to one a year ago. It was the last time I looked at that number. It was 200 to one. So we've doubled in yeah. one year, wow. this this leverage, and that will create a meltdown of epic proportions mm -hmm. as people on the flip side of those contracts say, I don't want to settle in cash. I want right. to deliver physical stuff. Yeah. And then whoever has the contract says, uh, 
we weren't expecting you to yeah. want physical delivery, but we thought you would settle in cash, right? Yeah. yeah. That's this short squeeze works. They kind of pull a Saudi Arabia. <laughs> We're like, yeah, we don't want the dollar anymore. No. <laughs> right. I mean, that's exactly what's happening. So when you <clears throat> see these kind of fundamental dynamics driving the prices upward, we as wise and prudent investors can actually look at that and smile and say, okay, our freedoms are eroding. Right. You know, the election may have or may not have gone our way, but you know what? That's the collective voice of America saying something that mm-hmm. with when it comes to our freedoms or our choices like that. But when it comes to our financial choices, that's just individual. That's just us yeah. making a decision, deciding to act. You don't have to rely on anybody else. And this is where I would encourage everybody watching this show. Yeah. To when you see the fundamentals that are this strong, low supply, high demand, leverage out the wazoo on silver yeah. with all these paper contracts. And you know what? Prices have to go through the roof. And we're seeing it right now. These prices that we're seeing, this massive growth. I mean, who's who's going to complain about a 20% growth in a year on anything? Probably not many people. Well, what about in six weeks? Right. <laughs> That's what we've seen with silver, right? And so I would encourage people to to minimize your risk and maximize your return. You get into the thing that's growing as soon as you can, and you get out of something that's shrinking as fast as you can. Stock market's poised for massive correction with these rising rates. Um, bond market is, real estate already is, yeah. like we talked about early, lost $1.5 trillion of equity yeah. over the last since May, it's like, oh my word. So gobble up silver, take advantage of these markets and these trends so they don't take advantage of you. We, we just so appreciate you and everything that you're doing. Yeah. Um, so many people have uh, either said, oh, I've already talked to Kirk or um, I'm going to, I've scheduled an appointment with his team. And so uh, if you want to uh, talk to Dr. Kirk's team, uh, about your financial situation and yes. how gold and silver might be the best option for you, go to spirogold.com or you can call or text 720-605-3900 uh, to get an appointment today. 